KB Community Spotlight. Queensland Kettlebells is a friendly gym in East Brisbane, practicing strength for life. Find out a little bit more about what makes our awesome members tick, their hints, tips, and why they do what they do. Um, today on our podcast, we have Trent. Uh, tell us about yourself, Trent, and what you do during the week. Maybe you could tell us what a normal day looks like for you. Okay, for me, uh, well, what I do with myself is I'm a jeweler. Um, on a day-to-day basis, I come to training as often as I can, um, go to work, and uh, yeah, that's it pretty much. Yeah, cool. Uh, well, you're a jeweller. What inspired you to begin that job? Uh, well, I wasn't very academic at school, um, and I liked being creative and working with my hands. Um, and I came across... It was a friend's father was a jeweller, and I had a chat to him, and... He said that it would um, align with, you know, my strengths, mm. and yeah, I, I pursued that career. Yeah, there's, there's obviously a fair bit of intricacy in jewellers. You, jeweling, you've obviously you're not bad with your hands, and you're quite artistic as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Trent, Trent took one of uh, one of my wife's, oh, both of my wife's wedding rings actually, and uh, and revived them from the state that they were in, which was uh, was well appreciated. Yeah, it was my pleasure. How did you find our community, Trent? Uh, it was actually through the Tim Ferriss books. So um, I read The 4-Hour Workweek. Um, he actually has quite a few other books. But um, The 4-Hour Body, mm. uh, he goes on quite a bit about uh, kettlebells. Um, yeah. And I'd previously had a misconception about kettlebells as a good way to break your back. Um, but after reading that book... Um, I also have a bit of a dodgy back, so um, I went. I found Dan because uh, he's an ART therapist yeah. and um, and a chiropractor, and through him, he got me in connection with you. And yeah, that's that's how I found you guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tim talks a lot about uh, about Tracy Rifkin's fat loss. I think in in uh, in the four hour body. And how she used the kettlebell swing to, to do that. And I think he probably touches on Stuart McGill's uh, research on how it's actually good for your back. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been very surprised. Even with the class structure in here, it's been really counterintuitive to do, I guess, the least amount of work with, you know, it actually turns out to get the maximum amount of effectiveness out of that. And... Um, yeah, Fiona and I have both been astounded by how strong we've become mm. with seemingly little little effort, and you know, not not maxing ourselves out one hundred and ten percent. Yeah, um, as with you know most uh, exercises, all about just going hard or going home. So um, yeah, we really like the community and the relaxed attitude here. But you know, we're, we're getting results as well, so that's that's fantastic. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think that that not going balls to the wall sort of thing is uh, is part of why we can work with conscientious therapists like Dan up at Scope um, because not pushing yourself all the time is is often a very successful way of 
of, of, uh, of getting some outcomes. I was talking to Glenn this morning um, and quoted someone, and I can't remember who the quote is, but uh, they talk about how most people overestimate how much they can get done in a week and underestimate how much they can get done in a year. And, uh, and what we, the, the, the sub-maximal training, that not quite hitting your limit just about ever, is, uh, helps us to accomplish less this week but way more this year mm. um, by staying healthy. What's the number one thing that you do that helps to make your life awesome, Trent? Uh, I actually think coming here uh, has set like an anchor in our day um, to, you know, it, it has this flow-on effect that helps both Fiona and myself throughout the day. So previous, or last year in particular, you know, would just do what any normal person, or we think it's normal, but... Uh, you know, wake up 15 minutes before you have to go to work, shove down some food and off off you go. Mm. Whereas now, uh, well, the strange thing is, is Fiona and I are both night owls by nature. So for us to be getting up <laughs> what we consider really early um, has actually benefited us a lot because, you know, it, it set the course for our day. We come home, we eat a really good breakfast and um, we, we actually take some time to, you know, consider you know, what we want to achieve, you know, at work and um, also what we've done in kettlebells. And, yeah, just with all the simple breathing exercises and the the, um, the amount of movement that we do, mm. um, yeah, it makes us feel a lot better each day. So that, that's been the number one thing for us this year. Awesome. That's a, that's a great answer. Thank um, you. Now, I do... I can, I can actually imagine you guys going home and and kind of centering yourselves and then launching into your day. It's, uh, it's nice. It was really apparent, um, talking to Fiona as well, that you guys are really deliberate in the way you live your life, which mm. is, is really quite, um, quite unusual. And waking up at 5.20 or 5.25, yes. I think the vast majority of people on Earth would consider that an early wake-up. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. What's your athletic background, Trent? Uh, it's pretty varied. I guess I grew up doing sports, so mm-hmm. everything from little athletics, yeah. AFL. Um, I think I dropped the team sports because uh, I was quite small mm. growing up, so I was always the runt. And I was also yeah. kept down, so I was everyone seemed bigger than me. Yeah. So especially playing AFL, like when it started getting full contact, I was just getting hammered. So yeah. I went for more the solo sports. So did a lot of swimming, skateboarding, surfing, yeah. and then um, uh, leaving school, I got into kung fu and did that for about five or six years. So yeah, yeah, and that that was a Wing Chun variant. Yeah, yeah, that was Wing Chun. Um, Mixed with MMA before yeah. it was cool. Yeah, I guess it was the starting of MMA, so yeah. got into that, and that was probably a little bit too aggressive for me. And sure, um, I love BJJ as well, but yeah. um, I love the the art and the. I guess it's like a game of chess with your body. Yeah, but um, then you get the meatheads that just want to rip your neck off. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess now you know. I'm sure there's plenty of places around that you can go that you know don't do that but um, yeah. yeah I just tried to stay away from that sort of side of things yeah that's fair enough Rip, getting your head ripped off never seems that appealing no no um, 
do you have a specific goal at the moment? And if so, what is it? Uh, my goal was to... Um, I've got scoliosis, so that creates like a, a low-level uh, chronic pain issue for mm-hmm. me. So every day that I'm at work, I come home and I'm quite exhausted. Sure. Um, I need to sleep a lot and obviously I'm in, in pain, so... Being a jeweller as well and hunched yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, so it's not a lot of fun. Mm. Um, so my goal, reading the four-hour body, um, I always thought I had to be more flexible mm. to fix my back. Sure. And I didn't really pay much attention to being strong. Mm. And I actually, I thought that was more of a vanity sort of thing. But sure. um, after reading the book and giving that a go, um, I really found that, yeah, becoming strong was has been my goal this year and mm. it's it's made a huge difference yeah um and that with dan and brent helping mm. me along the way they've yeah. made a huge difference with with that side of things uh you had had really good outcomes with uh with what i've been calling magic dots but i've got a note here that says anf therapy with brent recently yeah now that i got to be a guinea pig with brent um he managed to fly out some guys from the US with this I can't remember what it stands for I'm sure Brent can help us out later but mm. yeah all I know is they're little stickers that um, mess with the electric <laughs> field or something in yeah some something fashion. like I think yeah. NASA had something to do with creating it um, <laughs> don't know what it did but it yeah. worked it worked yeah. really well so yeah. I'll happy, happy to be a spokesman for that for, for magic, magic stickers yeah yeah, yeah. Um, what was the last book you read and what was the best thing about it? Um, well, at the moment I've been reading a lot of, or not reading, but listening to audiobooks. Yeah. So, I'm currently through, I've just started an Ayn Rand book called, um, I've forgotten the name. But anyway, that's a really interesting book. It's about a... I think she's a Russian philosopher or something like that. Okay. Um, but, yeah. It's, she, it's a fiction book or non-fiction? Um, I think it's non-fiction, but... Um, oh, Atlas Shrugged. So that was recommended me, to me by a friend of mine. Um, it's all about... Uh, I think she expresses her ideas by writing them out and it's about capitalism communism okay and she presents it in a story to get her ideas out so kind of an allegorical yeah yeah yeah. okay so um it's just an interesting perspective that i being the end of the year it's probably a little bit too full-on for me um fiona actually just downloaded uh bossy pants from tina fey so we had a light laugh that so this it's a time of year, vibe. yeah, this time of year we're up for light laughs and pretty lighthearted. So um, yeah, yeah, I love Tina Fey. Tina Fey is excellent. Yeah, um, yeah, Mean Girls is up there as one of my favourite movies. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, now, favourite food? Oh. Well, I've been introduced to my new favourite food from New Zealand. Uh, it's called ambrosia. Okay. Uh, have you heard of that? I it, when I think of ambrosia as a food, I imagine a honey t- flavor, honey type, um, soft 
thing, but I'm guessing okay. that might not be it. No, not, not even close. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, whipped cream with uh, like a berry yogurt okay. mixed together, and then they throw in marshmallows and fruit right. and sprinkled chocolate chips and some nuts over it, wow. and you just eat that out of the bowl. Okay. And uh, it's very, very simple and extremely delicious. So, okay. Yeah. I, I feel like ambrosia is actually something out of Greek mythology. It's like a, a food from Greek mythology. That or an alcoholic beverage yeah. of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll have to look that up and... Because mm. uh, it sounds amazing. Yeah. That and vanilla slices. Yes. <laughs> yes. The... Uh, the Baker's Corner on Kenrow Street near my house makes an outstanding vanilla slice. I'll, I'll have to try that out. Uh, yeah. That's I'm, awesome. What is it today? Today is Friday. I might grab some of those for, for, uh, for us to have on Christmas Day. Very nice. Um, what are your hobbies, Trent? Hobbies? Um, Aside from coming here in the morning? Yeah. I got into um, aquaponics a few years ago. Yeah, awesome. Um, I... I'm not doing it at the moment, but I love I love anything DIY. Yep. So with aquaponics, it was um, an ICB is those big one one meter by one meter square uh, water holders. Okay. And what you do is you cut the top off that, um, you fill the bottom up with water, so 600 liters yeah. of right. water, and then you flip over the top, and you have a pump system going up to the top, yeah. and you grow your veggies on top. And right. you can actually keep fish underneath. Yeah. And the fish fertilise... Oh, the fish poo in the water. Mm. And to clean the water, it runs through uh, rocks that yeah. filter the water and the, the plants also filter the water. Yeah. The water's then clean and goes back down. So it's a um, cyclical system. Yeah, awesome. And um, w- when I got that up and running, I was really quite happy with myself and mm. I was planning on eating the fish because we had freshwater uh, bass yeah. in there awesome. and um, unfortunately I you know it was uh, losing a bit of water so I went to fill it up with a tap and accidentally fell asleep oh no left the tap on and I killed all my fish so uh, <laughs> I was I was very uh, upset with myself um, how, how long had it been going for when you did about that? A year and a half. Oh, so, so the they fish been pretty decent-sized fish. They were they? getting, they were getting there. So yeah. only another six months, and they would have been plate-sized fish. Right. And the the veggies and everything were growing really well. It's a yeah. it's a fantastic system. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I'd, I've done some beekeeping. Um, I love keeping bees, which we've benefited from. Yes. Um, what else? I I still surf quite regularly um Fiona and I used to do pottery classes Mm. so we like to try and stay creative um I'm I'm gonna be entirely self-serving here last time you went surfing you you came back and and made a few comments to me I was hoping you'd share those so you you were talking about about how your back felt as you paddled out and a few things around that yeah yeah I think um it's it's like uh, anything that you do slowly over time. You don't really see or notice the effects until you do something, mm-hmm. and you you realise, oh, I'm different from before. So, mm-hmm. for example, when I'd go surfing, I always 
surf to max myself out because you know I want to make the most of it while I'm out there. Yeah. Yeah. So usually I'd be sore for three days, my shoulders would be wrecked. Um, you know, I could only last you know an hour and a half to two hours. Sure. But um, yeah, this time, even just paddling out, I I got out the back and just thought, oh, that was easy. Barely even you know got my heart rate up. Sure. And um, it. I have to admit it was a fairly lucky day like the waves were really good so I managed to catch a few waves and just the strength in my legs to I actually had improved in my surfing style and what I could do Mm. just with the strength I had yeah and yeah I was really surprised and I didn't get the I was tired from Mm. surfing but I wasn't absolutely maxed out yeah and more impressively i wasn't sore for three days afterwards so yeah yeah i was really happy about that you you also mentioned to me the other day that you were able to do it and you were able to maintain a more neutral spine rather than getting like a super super hyper extended position and that allowed greater comfort for you yeah yeah i think uh my level of understanding of what's good for you into like posturally mm. has has really changed so mm. um yeah that that made a huge difference while i was paddling um yeah awesome yeah. um i think we've probably covered it but i'll i'll give you the chance to answer it again why do you choose to train here at queensland kettlebells uh it's a relaxed atmosphere you mm. know the um i think the also just not maxing ourselves out sure because uh, i i actually really enjoy coming every day or as or as much as we can so yeah. knowing that you can come every day and and not be gassed out mm. is is really good and over a year like we've improved our strength so much yeah um, and you guys have done a pretty phenomenal job i reckon over that that 12 month period you've probably come 250 times yeah we we definitely feel like we've had some pretty good consistency which we're proud of ourselves yeah Um, which is not like us so uh yeah um and we're not gym junkies and it's you know it's not about you know showing off in front of the mirror and Mm. being intimidated as like fiona especially would feel intimidated if you know you're barking your orders of you know having to do this or that and it's actually for her really a real struggle not to do what you tell her to do even if she has a sore shoulder and she doesn't feel like doing something sure she knows it's okay with you to you know roll out a bit or to do whatever Mm. she needs to do to look after her shoulder yeah and you know you can work around it and there's flexibility there yeah it's something that i think both of you guys role model really well for people coming in is there's a number of times where you'll start your set and you might do some goblet squats first while everyone else is swinging just because your hips oh gosh yeah you know they're coming from a different place to a lot of other people's hips and so Mm. for you to swing straight away even though there's nothing wrong with your swing or anything wrong with the movement um if you do that you're setting yourself up to fail whereas just a little bit of extra extra work which you've figured out Mm. just uh sets you up for success yeah for sure which is uh which is well appreciated if you could have a superpower trend, what would it be? Oh. Uh, I 
Well, I like I was just we we're just talking about Doctor Strange, so I think mm. his his superpowers were pretty cool. Um, I actually don't know what they were. He was able to mani- manipulate time and space. Yeah, yeah, so that's pretty cool. That is very cool. <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah, it's quite a good movie, and uh, Benedict Cumberbatch does a great job in that one. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he's um. He's a pretty cool character. I look forward to, to, to seeing more iterations of that. Manipulating time and space. Was there anything else you wanted to add? That pretty well brings us to the end of the questions that I've got. Um, actually, I'll ask, what are your plans for 2018 for the gym? Yeah. So we've got Nikki on uh, a day a week at the moment oh, cool. to do marketing and things like that. Yep. Um, and the goal would be to expand her role next year. Mm-hmm. And then as that happens, I'm hopeful that we'll also be able to look at potentially having uh, an extra morning as well as uh, making our 9.15 classes go all week long. Cool. Um, not Saturdays, but Monday through Friday. Um, and then hopefully a 4pm class if we can get the interest for it. I think, uh, I think for a lot of people, 530 starts to cut into their evening if they're not finishing at five oh, and so okay. for a lot of these other guys that would be that would be great um so that's probably that's probably the big shift is um is that we'll we'll just have a couple of extra classes and and as my workshop load increases we'll probably have more people stepping up to take classes more regularly oh cool yeah, so in terms of upcoming events, uh, we've got our, our fat loss, our strong body challenge kicking off midway through January. Uh, and we have nine spots out of the 12 remaining as of the 22nd when we released it yesterday. So uh, that, that should be pretty cool for those guys who are involved. Uh, we talked about Tim Ferriss and the four hour work week and uh, an ANF therapy with Perry Nicholson. Um, as well as Brent uh, Cunningham from Better Kinetics and Dan Dan Rothenberg from Scope Chiropractic. So there, there's some really great resources that people might want to see. Uh, it was... Uh, the book was... Atlas Shrugged. Atlas Shrugged. I wanted to say Ulysses Rising, so I was well <laughs> away from it. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah so thank you very much Trent thank you Um, and thanks to everyone who is listening Uh, look if you like what we do please follow the podcast on iTunes like our Facebook page and get in touch and if you don't please flick me an email and help us to make this better I realised earlier today that we have zero five star reviews or or reviews of any kind on iTunes so if you could do that for us that would be great Um, and thank you very much for listening thanks again Trent and I'll see everyone else next week Thanks, peace.